Matthew chapter 3. Matthew 3, and I'm going to begin reading with verse number 1. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness. Somebody say, in the wilderness. In the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness. I want you to notice the remainder of this verse. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, and make his paths straight. The Living Bible in Isaiah 40 and verse 3, which is the Old Testament prophecy, or one of the Old Testament prophecies concerning John the Baptist, and is basically the same thing as verse 3 here, says, Listen, I hear the voice of someone shouting, Make a road for the Lord through the wilderness. Make him a straight, smooth road through the desert. Make a road for the Lord through the wilderness. Make him a straight, smooth road through the desert. We've got a song we sing every now and then for a little while. That song is Waymaker. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. My God, that is... But I, I, Again, I'm, I'm not here just to preach to preach. But I, I do feel like I have a word from the Lord. and I don't want to preach to you tonight, Waymaker. I want to preach to you, Waymakers. Because you and I are waymakers. We are not the waymaker, but we are waymakers. I said it Thursday night. We have a ministry like John the Baptist to prepare the way of the Lord. I I, kind of got stuck on that Thursday night, but it really wasn't the focus, and I moved on, but I just, I can't get away from it. That you and I are way makers. That we are to make a road for the Lord through the wilderness. We are to make Him a straight, smooth road through the desert. You see, the problem is too many people, and if we're not careful what has happened here tonight, many people want to be a cul-de-sac. They want to be a cul-de-sac. They want to be a cul-de-sac where everything comes into, flows into, and you're the dead end. And it all ends with you. You know the problem with being the dead end? You become dead. Because you can only take in so much. You can take in so much fresh water if it doesn't have an outflow. You start to die. 
And we are not here to just take in. We are here for it to flow through so that we can be a way maker so that God can get to those he's trying to get to. You know what's happened here in the last 45 minutes, 50 minutes is, it, it is collectively but individually we have been way makers. Brother Jalen said it and it's probably true. I'm sure she doesn't want her name called. But Sister Evans apparently was a way maker today. God was looking for somebody to work through. God was looking for a channel that he could use. John's role was to make a way. To prepare a way for the Lord. This, this idea of preparing the way of the Lord, Adam Clark says this. Nathaniel, I'm going to be a while so you can take a break if you want. The idea is taken from the practice of Eastern monarchs who whenever they entered upon an expedition or took a journey through a desert country, sent harbingers before them to prepare all things for their passage and pioneers to open the passes to level the ways and to remove all impediments. They went before to prepare the way because the king is coming. John said, the one that's coming after me is greater than I am. I'm not even worthy to unloose his shoes, but I've come to prepare the way. Because God needs some way makers. I hope some of you didn't think we were just going to do what we did and we were going to dismiss. I did that last Sunday morning, not tonight. God is looking for some people to go before him and prepare the way. So that he can get to some hearts and get to some lives. Somebody just a few minutes ago was a way maker. And so somebody received the baptism of the Holy Ghost for the first time. Because there are very few things that God does all by himself. Most of the time, God's looking for somebody to be a way maker. And if you will make a way and prepare the way, God will show up. You gotta get rid of the impediments. You gotta get rid of the obstacles. That's why when we come together, we do what we do most of the time at the beginning of the service. Because we're making a way. We're making a way so that the Holy Spirit can be welcomed here and can flood this place and fill the atmosphere. The Bible exposition commentary says the picture here is of an ambassador repairing the roads and removing obstacles, preparing the way for the coming of a king. John was the way maker. I'm not the one, but he's coming. I'm not the one you're looking for, but he's right behind me. When I go lay hands on somebody, I'm not the one. When you go lay hands on somebody, you're not the one. But when you lay hands on somebody, you're making a way. And the way maker is going to show up when the way makers make a way. Notice, notice where John did this. 
He did it in the wilderness. Because that's where most people are, is in the wilderness. I, I've come as a part, of, and, and, and man, the Holy Ghost has done some stuff here. And, and, and I walked in, and I walked in, came down the aisle. We had a meeting with our Oikos elders this evening and came in a little later than I normally do. And I got to walking down front, and, and I thought, man, there's something in here. And I, 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 one of the, I knew one of the songs apparently they were going to sing, and there was going to be jumping. Jalen was going to be jumping Jalen. And I'm all for that. I love that. I'm happy to do that. But I thought, man, it's, I don't know. <laughs> and it wasn't but probably 30 seconds after I got my stuff set down, down here, he comes over and said, let me tell you what I'm feeling. I said, okay, well, let me tell you what I just felt. <laughs> but I, I believe in the midst of what we're feeling tonight and what I can't get away from the last couple of days is we've got to be reminded this is not about all flow. Thank God for what's happened here tonight. Thank God for the people that have received something from the Lord tonight. But we're not here just to be way makers for each other. We're not here to just be way makers so we can come to another service and get another blessing. But when we walk out of here, when we go someplace else, that's really where we need to be some way makers. We need to prepare the way so that the Spirit of the Lord is able to come behind us and do what only He can do. You know what, the Bible is full of examples, and, and, and there's many examples of this, but can I just throw out a couple of examples of a couple of waymakers? Paul and Silas were some waymakers. Paul and Silas were some way makers. They could have easily been focused on their circumstances and the situation that they were in, locked up in prison. But the Bible says at midnight, at midnight, Paul and Silas realized we got some obstacles here. We've got some impediments here. But if we can make a way, God can show up. And their prayer and their praise and their worship began to make a way. And before it was all said and done, the jailer, the jailer had been baptized and received the spirit of the, of the Lord because somebody was a way maker. I preached it months ago, now I believe it was. But could it be God's put you in your situation because somebody else needs to get out of their situation? But you've got to get your eyes off of your circumstances and get your eyes on Him and let God use you to be the one to prepare the way. Brother Lewis told me after service this morning, after the service last night, is that when it was? He left after United last night, and I guess right outside on the highway, I think, across the bridge, there was a guy broken down on the side of the road and pulled over and offered some assistance, and he was all thankful, and but he didn't want to, he didn't want to touch Brother Lewis because he was afraid of what's in the news and what is going around, I understand. But he, he was afraid. And Brother Lewis said right there to him, you, we, we need to pray. It's a way maker. It's a way maker. It's a way maker. I wonder how many situations God's got some of you in right now to be a way maker. Because he needs some, he needs somebody to go before him and prepare the way. He's ready to come. He's ready to show up. He just needs some way makers that he can come behind and do what it is only he can do. 
Peter was a way maker. Cornelius had a good relationship with God. He had enough of a relationship with God that he had God's attention. But Cornelius needed somebody to make a way. And when Peter went and made a way, God showed up. We we got to where we were this evening because somebody was willing to be a way maker. I've watched people this service receive something from the Lord because somebody else was willing to be a way maker. I'm going to go provide a conduit through which God can show up. And if I'll, if I'll do my part, he'll do his part. Brother, brother Jalen referenced it in, in, in the, in the Conquer series yesterday. There was actually several very powerful points that were made, but that was one of the very powerful points. It's one thing to know something. It's another thing to believe it. You want to know one way to tell the difference? You won't act on what you just know. I said you won't act on what you just know. You will only act on what you believe. Because believing requires some risk. I can know stuff and not act on it and risk nothing. But when I believe something and I take a step of faith, I am demonstrating this is more than knowledge. This is what I believe. Because I believe if I'll do my part, God is going to do His part. Here's the challenge. Bishop quoted this or read it last night and I had just literally less than two minutes probably before he quoted it, I grabbed my iPad and put it in my notes so I wouldn't forget it. Ezekiel 22 and 30. I sought for a man among them. Can I, can I paraphrase in the context of this message? I sought for a man among them to prepare the way. I look for somebody to prepare the way. I look for somebody to prepare the way. I look for some, I look for a man or a woman. I don't think man here is talking gender wise. I look for a, I look for an intercessor. I look for someone to prepare the way. So that I wouldn't destroy the land. But he says, I, I found none. I wonder how many times there are people that God has something ready for them. But he needs a way maker. He needs somebody that's going to prepare the way. He needs somebody that's going to help build faith. He needs somebody that's going to give some encouragement. He needs somebody that's going to give some guidance. And when that happens, he's going to step in right behind it. Bishop quoted this one last night as well, or read it, I forget which one, but Isaiah 63 and 5, I looked and there was none to help. This is the Lord speaking here. The Lord says, I couldn't find anybody to help me. Hello? We're always focused on Him helping us, and He's saying, I need you to help me. 
I need somebody to help me because I can't do it by myself. Paul said, how can they hear without a preacher? And I don't think that's talking about a guy behind a pulpit. It's talking about somebody to declare the word of the Lord. It's talking about somebody to be a way maker. And yes, I'm preaching about sinners, but I'm also preaching about our brothers and our sisters because sometimes it's our own brothers and our own sisters that we need to be a way maker so that God can step in in their lives. I looked and there was none to help and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore, mine own arm brought salvation unto me and my fury, it helped me. I couldn't find, can you imagine that? God says, I can't find anybody to help me. I can't find anybody to help me. We know where to find him. But he's saying, I need somebody to help me. I need somebody to go before me and make the crooked places straight. And I need somebody to go before me and get the obstacles out of the way. I know we're all called and, and, and there's a lot of things we're all supposed to be a part of, but we also know that God has gifted some people with giftings and faith beyond the, the, the sort of the normal level of faith. There's several here, but Brother Mott's one of those that God has used. And long before he came to Antioch, God has used him to pray for people to receive the Holy Ghost. You know what he's doing? You know, you, you know, a lot of times, and I, I'm not saying this was the case tonight. I have no idea, so don't anybody feel like I'm shooting at you. But a lot of times, you know when they get Brother Mott? When the person's been praying for a while and nothing's happening. And there's nothing wrong with that, because again, God gives us different levels of discernment and understand that, so that's not a negative thing against anybody. But you know what he's doing when he shows up and starts talking and praying with that person? He's starting to find out, what are the obstacles? What are the things that are in the way? Because I know the Holy Ghost is more than ready. I know God's ready to step in and do something. So if God's not doing it, it's not because God isn't interested. I just need to figure out what's in the way. I wonder what there is in our lives individually and I wonder what there is with regards to the promises of God for this church that God is not that we are not waiting on him but he's just looking at us saying I wonder when you're going to go before me and you're going to get the obstacles out of the way and you're going to prepare the way so that I can come behind you and I will come behind you Ezekiel 37, familiar passage I know for a lot of you, but, but let me read it in this context this evening, Ezekiel 37 and 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about and behold, there were many in the open valley and lo, they were very dry. Don't you just love it when the, 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 the negatives of your situation just get really emphasized? These aren't just dry bones, they are very dry bones. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And Ezekiel's pretty slick. I answered, old, oh, and I, I can hear that noble, spiritual, oh Lord God, you know. We know how to, we know how to come up with a cop out. You know. Again, he said unto me, 
prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and you and shall cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. That's all the promise. This is all God telling Ezekiel what can happen. But it did not happen until... Verse 7, Ezekiel says, So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together bone to his bone. Could God cause those bones to live? Obviously the answer was yes. But God did not do his part until Ezekiel did his part. God didn't cause breath to come and the supernatural to happen until Ezekiel made a way for God to show up. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Okay, God, what you going to do now? God says, I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. I'm going to use you again. Because I'm not going to do this by myself. Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived, and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army but it was simply dry bones until there was a may or way maker that worked with God had to be a way maker partnered with God you know what you're doing Josh and Will and others you know what you're doing when you walk into that high school you are walking there to be a way maker You, not God, you are walking to be a way maker. Because you're going to prepare the way and God's coming right behind you. You're going to make a plain path and God is going to show up behind you. I I know, I know, I've been a little while since I think I picked on you. So I'm going to pick on you a little bit here for a moment. Or more so hopefully the Holy Ghost will. I, I know you, I know you gave from a natural perspective. You gave up some stuff. Gave up a dream. But let me tell you something. I don't know. I don't care what you would have done and what you would have accomplished in the army. I don't care what rank you would have ended up going. None of it can compare to being a way maker that you prepare the way that God comes behind you and God begins to manifest his power and his ability and demonstrate what he can do. But he's looking for those of us that are willing to partner with him. Because he has decided, I'm not doing it by myself. I got a question. Did Jesus really need John? Did he have to have John? Is there some reason why if John wasn't there, he couldn't have shown up? He didn't have to have John, but that was the way he chose to do it. And I believe he chose to do it that way because he was establishing a pattern. 
that I'm not going to do this all by myself. I've got the power, I've got the ability, and you can't do it by yourself. But God has chosen to limit himself. Oh, Jesus. I'm, I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost tonight, it, I, I know, I, I know what, I, I, I feel what's happened here and it's awesome, but I just believe the Holy Ghost is trying to reemphasize to us. It's not about it all flowing in here. This is really only supposed to be practice in here. What we do in here is really just practice. It's supposed to be preparation for out there. We're supposed to learn in here what it is to be a way maker for God to show up behind us so that out there we can learn what it is to be someone to, in the wilderness. It's one thing to be a way maker in the presence when he's already here. It's one thing when God's already moving to go up to somebody that's got a need and lay a hand on them. You can be pretty confident God's about to show up then. But when you're in the middle of the wilderness, and in the middle of the wilderness you start declaring and preparing the way of the Lord. That's really where we need to be way makers. It doesn't take a whole lot here. Because you know what? Most services, it's not their job. It's not really all on them. But most services, and here Sunday morning, Sunday night, most services, we got some way makers. They come help us lead the way. You know, the only problem with that is sometimes you don't realize you actually never got anywhere. Oh, boy. Because you can get so caught up in what others are doing and what's happening because of them, you don't realize there ain't nothing happening because of you. Because we get in an atmosphere where, where others know. <laughs> others know how to connect and others know how to make the way. And if we're not careful, we can become dependent on them. But God's called every single one of us. Every single one of us. Isaiah 6 and verse number 1. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the posts of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke kind of sounds like here tonight we didn't see visible smoke but we saw the presence of the lord descend in this place we felt the presence of god move in this place we saw by what took place in various lives the manifestation of of god's power and god's presence but but watch what happens as a result of this here in isaiah isaiah responds and says woe is me for i am undone because i am a man of unclean lips and i dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the king the lord of hosts then flew one of the seraphims unto me having a live coal in his hand which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar and laid it upon my mouth and said lo this hath touched thy lips and thine iniquity is taken away and thy sin is purged 
Now watch what happens. After all of that, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Whom shall I send? I've shown up here. I manifested myself here, but I need to send somebody. I need somebody to go. And Isaiah responds and says, here am I. Send me. Oh God, let there be a fresh response in this place tonight to what we have felt and what we have experienced in this sanctuary to say, here am I, send me. Here am I, send me. Let me go as someone to prepare the way. Let me go as someone to get the obstacles and the impediments out of the way so that you can come behind me and do something that only you can do. Verse 8 in the Living Bible says, Then I heard the Lord asking, Whom shall I send as a messenger to my people? Who will go? And I said, Lord, I'll go. Send me. Lord, I'll go. Send me. Did you see? Did you... Did you, did you Observe something that happened here tonight. We we didn't we didn't we didn't have a special Holy Ghost emphasis service tonight. We haven't been promoting for the last couple of weeks, invite people to come get the Holy Ghost. We we didn't have a special speaker here tonight to preach about the Holy Ghost. But when we made a way. When we recognize the Holy Ghost is not going the normal direction right now and and we need to get in that flow. When we did that, the result was he showed up. And in this atmosphere, a non-evangelistic service, somebody received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and went down in the waters of baptism. Can I tell you tonight, that is what I am so hungry and desperate for. I'm not interested in trying to manufacture and produce. And I believe what we experience tonight is a testimony that if we will do our part to prepare the way of the Lord, God is going to come in behind us and he's going to show up. He's going to manifest himself. He's going to save souls, but he needs some way makers. I, I, I know, I know there's some folks here tonight. You, you are doing a great, I mean, it's, you're doing a great job being a way maker, but I'm just telling you in my spirit, we, we need God to revive us and renew us collectively. This isn't about us. I was, I was, uh, this past week, uh, my brother and sister-in-law, they bought a new house and it's up in the Glen Burnie area and they, they were moving in this week and, and I, I went to help for a little while the other day and I was driving back from up there where they live and, and the, the there's all kinds of brand new communities. There's houses, there's townhouses, there's people everywhere. That's not just up there. I mean, you just, within a couple of mile radius of this church, there's all kinds of new town home communities that have gone in or are going in, single family homes. And and, and I was, I, I got to be honest, I was having a little bit of a pity party. 
is I was driving back and I was in the car by myself and I'm just, I'm looking at community after community, not to mention car after car after car. And, and, and please get the context of, please don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. I'll just qualify it again. It's not about this building. It's not about a building. And I'll say what I've said many times. If we came in here next Sunday morning and there was not one empty chair left in this sanctuary, we are not done. Because you're not going to get more than four or five hundred comfortably in here and there's five hundred thousand plus people in this county. So if we get this sanctuary filled on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night, so what? So I want you to please hear that and understand that because with that being said, I'm driving and I'm looking at all these houses and all these people and I'm thinking, God, is there really not 500 people to fill a sanctuary? I mean, much, I mean, really there ought to be thousands. There ought to be thousands of baptized, Holy Ghost filled apostolics out of five. I mean, I, I, I know a couple of you aren't normal. There are a few of you here. You're not, you're not normal. You're crazy. I mean, you are. But you were crazy before you came to Jesus. But you know what? Most of us, and even, and, and, and even those that I was just, I'm just really being facetious because truthfully, there's no cra- there's none of you that are crazy. There's, there, there's not a, we're not, we're not here tonight as a bunch of rejects from society. I mean, we got educated people in this room tonight. We got people with bachelors and masters and, and then, and you don't, I'm not, please, I'm not diminishing if you don't have, I'm, my, my point is we got, we got successful people. We got intelligent. We got people that work in, 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 uh, in high places in, in the national security part of this. I mean, we got some, we got business owners. We got professionals. We, You mean to tell me this is the only normal people out there? And you mean to tell me there's not more people like you out there? I mean, this, this, not, this isn't the only Carlos and Hannies out there. It's not the only Ron Bray. You kidding me? It's the only Stephen and Megan around. There's no more. I'm, I was right. I'm thinking, this is ridiculous, God. Why? I didn't really want the answer. Because I'm preaching to you the answer. Oh, we, I know, we, we, we invite, we, but, but do we really make a way? Do we take a step of faith? Because John, notice John did not say, uh, hey, attention everybody. If I'm not mistaken, this guy that's right back there, I'm pretty sure he's the one. I, I, I think you may, you, you just might want to pay attention to him. No. 
That's not what he said. When nobody else knew it and there was no evidence to believe it, John steps up and boldly proclaims, Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. I wonder if part of the problem is we are not boldly declaring. We're more so, I think, I think God might be able to help you. I think God might, I know, but do I believe? But oh God, what would happen if we would realize who we are and what we are? I'm, I'm not here. I, I know I'm coming across, I guess, a little bit whatever right now. I'm, I'm not here. This is not intended to be a negative part of what I'm trying to do. And I may not be getting it across the most sweet way, and I'm sorry. But really what I'm trying to do is tell us who we are and what we are. And that you and I have been called and privileged to be a way maker that God God is going to come behind us when we do make the way for him. Not if, but not not I think God might be able to heal you. Not I think God might be able to put your marriage back together. Not I think God might be able to do. You got some obstacles in the way. Let me tell you something. God can heal you. You got some obstacles in the way. Let me tell you something. God can deliver you from your addiction. You got some obstacles in the way. Let me tell you something. God can put your marriage back together. You got some obstacles in the way. Let me tell you something. God can deliver your kids from drugs and from alcohol. And when I prepare the way, when I prepare the way, God is going to show up and do what only God can do. But he has restricted himself. He has limited himself that he's not going to do it by himself. It's been a while since I mentioned this, and I don't, I've, I've debated to mention it or not, but here, I'm going to do it. I'm still, I'm praying, I'm praying that somebody, God gets a hold of some people here. We got, we got three vehicles sitting out there. I just saw, I was out there, yes, I just saw them. We got, we got three amazing vans sitting out there that the, the smallest one holds 14 passengers. That's not counting the driver. Notice I said sitting. I wonder if there's any waymakers in this congregation. I wonder if we got any waymakers that'd get a burden for a community someplace where people may not have transportation, they may not have the ability, but you've got a burden to be a waymaker, not just figuratively, but literally. I know you gotta have a CDL and all, I know that, but we can work that out. We don't have anybody here to do it, we'll pay one of Brother Vernell's guys. But where's the waymaker? Where's the way make? I was just listening the other night. There was a conference going on somewhere in the U.S. and that was a, an apostolic conference. And I heard a guy, he was telling, he was the guy preaching was telling the story. He had a guy in his church just recently started going down to the homeless shelter. And within just a couple of weeks, he brought 77 people. 77 people. I don't care where they come from. I don't care. They, they don't have to come from Downs on the Severn. I don't care if they come from a shell. I don't care where they come from. Because it doesn't matter who they are. Everybody needs a way made. 
It doesn't matter if you're down and out or if you're up and out. You need somebody to make a way. And you need God to be the answer and the deliverer. But God needs a way maker. Oh, Jesus. I should have left it alone. I should have dismissed and gone home. Waymaker. I know, I know. There's people. We, we prayed for Brother McGuckin tonight, and, and I've, I've never walked with what he's walked through, and I can't imagine what it's like to go through losing your parent. Many of you here have experienced that. I know him, and I know others tonight. You're going through major stuff. And, and so I, there's a few of you that, you know what, you, 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 you're, you got an exception right now, and I mean that. Because Jesus told the disciples at one point, He said, "You guys have been going so much, you haven't even taken a break to eat. We're going to go. Stay, we're going to step aside for a little bit." But you know what? Not everybody's going through what a few folks are going through. A bunch of you just stub your toe. I was walking out the bedroom yesterday. You know what? A solid door against a bare foot is not a good feeling. But you know what? I was at church last night. And I wasn't at church last night, sitting here the whole time. That's what somebody... Come on. Come on. We got a couple guests here tonight. Please come back and hear me another time. I'm really not this way all the time. I hear some of Yeah, sometimes he's worse. That's all right. That's, that, that's what some of y'all, you, you're not getting it. You come service after service, <sighs> holding your arm. You got a boo-boo. <sighs> and the same people come swarm around you every service. What you fail to realize is some of the very folks that are praying for you have been going through worse than you're going through. Some of the very people that are interceding over you have been going through a whole lot worse than what you're going through. They just realize, you know what? If I'll just focus on somebody else and if I'll just be a way maker, as the way maker flows through me, the way maker will take care of me. I've said it. I know we do it. We're going to keep doing it. We pray for needs in the service. We pray for burden. I, 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 this isn't really the reason why I don't oftentimes ask for people to come. This isn't the main reason. But I'm pretty much convinced that when we ask, if you're here today and you've got a need, we invite you to come down the front. If you're sitting in your seat, wherever it is, somewhere in the back or whatever, and, and, and we've asked you to come because you have a need, what are you more than likely thinking about as you come to the altar? That's why most of you come like this. Because all you're thinking about is your need. And what happens a lot of times? You don't get anything. Because all you're thinking about is the need. That's why it's a whole lot easier when you're not thinking about your need. You're not thinking about what you're going through. You're thinking about Him. You're focused on Him, or you become focused on somebody else and their need. And when you get your mind off of your need, your faith begins to rise. And next thing you know, God took care of your need and you didn't even realize it. 
because you decided I'm going to be a way maker. And you know what? God, never, you ever have company come and you wish they hadn't have come? You get the house all cleaned up for them to come and when they leave, it's a disaster. Can I tell you something? Jesus doesn't leave where he's been a mess. I said, Jesus does not leave where he's been a mess. And when he flows through you, he doesn't leave a bunch of junk behind. He doesn't leave a bunch of unmet needs. As he's flowing through you, he also is ministering to you. Oh, Jesus. Wait. Maker. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so easy to way maker, miracle worker, promise keep light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Well, that's great. We need to sing it. But it's not quite as easy to sing. Way makers, obstacle movers, crooked road straighteners. That is who you are. That is who you are. Not just about who he is. That's who you are. Whether it's in school, on, on your job, in the restaurant, or, 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 the, or the mall, whatever it is. You are a way maker. I don't know about you, but it seems crazy to me that God would limit himself to us just like with John I don't know why he, he didn't have to do that he didn't have to decide that I can't do this without you but he did decide I'm not going to do this by myself I'm looking for a man I'm looking for a woman I'm looking for somebody that's willing to say like Isaiah said here am I Lord send me here am I I've I've been in your presence I've seen the spiritual earthquake I've seen the great move of your spirit take place and so now my response is send me Heads bowed, eyes closed, if you would, please. I I wonder if there's anybody here tonight after the great move of the Spirit of God that we have experienced in this place. I wonder if there's anybody tonight that's got a response like Isaiah and you will respond to the Lord tonight and say, Send me, Lord. Send me, Lord. If you need somebody to go before you, if you need somebody to prepare the way so that you can come behind me and do what only you can do, hear him all. Send me. Yarabo ko shatala. Yararamando robo shatala rabo ko shatala. God, I'm not just going to count on you to be the way maker, but I'm going to be a way maker for you to come behind and do what only you can do. I'm going to be a way maker that goes before you and declares who you are. Not who I think you are. Not who I think you might be. But I'm going to go declare it and believe that when I declare, behold the Lamb of God, that the Lamb of God is going to show up. When I tell somebody, there's one coming after me that's greater than I am. There's one coming behind me that's more powerful than I am. That when I do that, you're going to do your part, God. You can use.
I don't have to fear. I don't have to worry. I don't have to doubt. In the name of Jesus. You can use anything, Lord. Oh, God. Let us leave this place tonight sent. Sent, God. Sent by you. Take my hands, Lord, Touch my heart, Lord, If you can use anything, Lord, God, we've experienced in this place tonight what happens when we make a way for you. We've experienced in this sanctuary tonight what happens when we make a way. But God, you're not just interested in us being way makers for you in this sanctuary. You're looking for us to be a way maker. On the job, on the street, in our schools, in our colleges, in our communities, to our neighbors. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. on if you and I will make the way he's coming behind us if you and I will prepare the way he's going to come behind us you and I will work to get the obstacles out of the way if you and I will work to get the impediments out of the way he's coming he's coming he's coming in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. In the name of Jesus, you can use us, Lord. You can use us to prepare the way. You can use us to make a way in somebody's wilderness where you can show up, God. You can use us to prepare a way in the wilderness where somebody needs you, God. We're going to believe that you're going to show up behind us, Lord. Take my hands, Lord. Take my feet. In the name of Jesus. my heart, Lord. Speak. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Use anything, Lord. You can use me. In the name of Jesus. You can use anything, Lord. You can use me. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Use anything, Lord. You can use me. Take my hands. Take my feet, Lord. Take my hands, Lord. Take my feet. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak through through me, Lord. You can use anything, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Take my hands, Lord. Oh, touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak. You can use 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We we have a tendency. We we basically put a lot of things in in sort of a pass or fail category or success or failure category. And that, that's really not exactly the way it works. And, and, and in this context, here's what I mean by that. Do you think that every person that went out to the wilderness to hear John preach repented and got baptized? Yeah, or the mod said it. They went out to see... Many of them went out just for curiosity. But you know what? Just because crowds came out to see and hear, because he he was not the normal guy, just because they would come and go and not repent and not get baptized did not mean that he stopped preparing the way. And we need to stop looking at success or failure. Our job is to prepare the way. That doesn't automatically mean what we prepared the way for, that God's going to come and they're going to receive what God has. I I, I believe there's a few of you, at least in this place tonight, you're you're just a little discouraged because you, you put it into succeed, success, or failure. It's not about that. Come back to Josh. There's others that are. There's other. I'm not just Josh. Isn't the only one doing this in any level. But you know what, Josh? I I don't care if every person you teach a Bible study to, none of them come and get the Holy Ghost and get baptized. That's not your problem. Your responsibility is to be the way maker for Him to show up. If they accept it, if they respond, that's on them. But we've got to make sure. That we have prepared the way. We aren't the way maker. We're just the way makers. And just because we make the way does not mean every single person is going to hear and receive. But that's not your problem and that's not my problem. I think it was the prophet Ezekiel, if I'm not mistaken. The Lord said, if you warn them and they hear and they don't obey, you're clear. But if I tell you to warn them and you don't warn them, it doesn't matter what they do. It's on you. My job is not to convert. My job is not to heal. My job is not to deliver. My job is just to make the way for the one who can. I think some of us just close your eyes. I, I, I'm almost done. They, they may sing more. I'm, I don't. Whatever they feel, whatever you feel. But I, I just believe right now the Lord wants to lift a load of failure that some of you are carrying. 
Because it's not that you don't believe what I preach, and it's not that you haven't already done at times, or may to a degree even still be doing, but you, 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 you carry around a load of failure because you made the way, you prepared the way, but the person you prepared the way for, they just didn't respond. Father, I pray right now that you would silence the voice of condemnation that would try to paralyze us, God. I pray that you would silence the voice of the enemy that would try to silence us because we feel like we've tried and we failed. God, we're not the one that can make it happen. We are simply the ones to prepare the way for you to do what only you can do. We're not the Savior. We're not the healer. We're not the deliverer. We're just the conduit for the deliverer, for the Savior, for the healer to come. In the name of Jesus, God, I pray tonight, deliver us from the mentality of putting everything in a success or failure category. And trust that all we've got to do is our part, and it's up to you to do your part. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. He calamando robo shatalarabahaya. Yalaramando robo seye yalarabahaya. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Di karamando lobo In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've called us, Lord. Anybody got an Isaiah response tonight? Anybody with an Isaiah response? Here am I. Send me. Here am I, God. I'll go. Here am I, Lord. I'll go. Lead me, Lord. For just another moment, would you make this your prayer? Come on, we're about to be finished. But just another moment, would you make this your prayer? not just sing the words of a song but let it be a prayer that comes from your heart you've called me lord you've called me you've given me a purpose god lead me lord lead me lord lead me lord hallelujah lead me lord i will follow lead me Lord I will go you have called me I will answer lead me Lord if you're able to would you stand and lift your hands and sing it as your prayer I will follow, lead me, Lord, I will go, you have called me, 
I will answer. Lead me, Lord. I will go. Oh, lead me, Lord. I will follow. Lead me, Lord. I will go. You have called me. I will follow you but in following you I'm going to prepare the way for you to come and touch somebody's life transform somebody's heart save somebody's soul God I'm going to answer I'm going to answer God I'm going to be a way maker for you to come behind me Lord and do what it is you desire to do in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I, those of you that weren't in service here this morning, whether that's you're at other places or you were in Sunday school. I I preached and I started with first John. John says, Perfect love casts out fear. And and I referenced in the message what's going on, the coronavirus, but the, the message wasn't intended to be about the coronavirus. That's just kind of the latest thing. But can I I want to challenge you tonight. I want to challenge you not to be obnoxious or forceful or whatever. But I guarantee you, you're going to come across, whether it's co-workers or someplace else, I guarantee you, some of you are going to come across some people that are going to express their fear and their worry about what's going on. Would you, would you make up your mind that when that happens, you're not going to consider that to be a coincidence? And you're going to decide that God has orchestrated that moment for you to be a way maker. 
You don't have to go into intercession where you scare them to death. There's a time and a place for that. You don't have to scream and holler. They may not want you to touch them. So you don't have to. You don't have to be embarrassing about it. Just simply say, you know what? Can, can I pray for you right now? Because I have peace. I, you can't lie, so if you can't say this part, don't say it. But I, I'm not afraid of this virus because I've got a God who's protecting me. And I, I've got a God who's so... I, I would love for you to not live with fear either. either and I, I think He can take your fear away. Just see what may happen. Just see what might happen when you make the way. In Jesus' name. Praise God. God bless you. If you're praying and you want to keep praying, obviously you're welcome to do that. Otherwise, I'm going to put the mic down and I'm done with my part.